Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Halfway Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Johnson, and in this podcast, you're going to learn tips and strategies on how to improve your mental health from my own personal mental health journey. And in this particular episode, we're going to talk about the dangers of jumping to conclusions. Now, an important disclaimer, I am not a licensed psychologist or therapist. The opinions and advice that I share are based on my own experience and lessons that I have learned from going to therapy. This podcast is not a replacement for going to therapy. I highly encourage everyone to go see a professional therapist. It has helped my life immensely. And if you are having thoughts of harming yourself or others, please dial 911 or seek professional medical care immediately. Now, I'm going to tell you about a time when I was at work as a high school teacher working in the city of Dallas, Texas. I think it was about 2006, somewhere around there, 2006, 2007. Can't remember exactly. But I was just just starting off uh, my career as a special ed teacher. And I remember I was in the workroom trying to figure out how to do some sort of paperwork. And there was a gentleman there. And uh, that I had met, but, you know, I'm new, so I didn't really know. Uh, He seemed like a good guy. And I asked him for some help. I said, uh, hey, let me ask you a question. You know, can you help me with this uh, paperwork, uh, et cetera, something to that effect? And he was like, yeah, no problem. Uh, And he started to help me. Then he was like, you know what? You need to just do this, put the paperwork together this way and then and then do this, son. And my ears perked up when he said son, because at the time I was um, but 35 or 36, seven or something like that. Uh, but I was a grown man. So I just it just it, it irked me when he called me a son, you know, and I wasn't used to the culture in the South. So coming from California, I had took it like, wait a minute, I didn't like it. So I asked him, I said, hey, you know, um, Hey, do me a favor. You know, I'm a grown man. Can you just call me by my name? My name is Jake, you know, instead of calling me son. Right. And he was like, yeah, no problem. I I don't have a problem doing that, son. And I was like, "Okay." I walked out, tried to let it not bother me. And I walked out of the room and the type of job that I had, I was supposed to go uh, assist other students inside the classroom. So I went into another classroom um a math classroom and i was trying to do my job but i was visibly upset i mean i was seeing red in my personal opinion at that time i had took it like him saying son again was disrespectful i i felt like he was he didn't like me he didn't he he, he wanted to try to punk me and take my manhood and 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 be just he wanted to disrespect me on purpose right so I was seeing red. I was trying to hold it. I was trying to contain it. But even the other teacher, the math teacher that was in there could see I was visibly upset. I was like I was looking like a bull. And I was like, man, I can't let this go. I was thinking in my mind, I can't let this go. And so 
I walked out of the classroom and I went right back into the room where he was at. And the other uh, teachers in the hallway could see I was seeing red. And no, I didn't go to the classroom yet. I seen him in the hallway. And as soon as I seen him, I was like, hey, man, I want to talk to you for a minute. I said, I said, say, man, you're a coward. I mean, that's the worst thing you can call. That's the worst thing you can call a man is a coward. And I was like, man, you're a coward. And I was like talking to him, getting in his face. And he was like, hey, man, let's take this inside. So we go inside and I and I'm I'm all I'm thinking about doing is we need to fight, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> the way I grew up, you know, when people were disrespectful, you know, being a Marine coming from a fighting organization, I just thought, man, only thing I was thinking, man, we got to fight what fist fight. And I was like, hey, man. We need to go somewhere and handle this, man, because you completely disrespected me. I don't appreciate it. And I didn't want to lose my job at the time. So I was like, hey, man, we can meet somewhere wherever you want to meet. We can go to Target, whatever. So we won't lose our jobs. But me and you, we have to get down. We have to fight. And it was tense. It was very intense. And eventually uh, it's, you know, we stopped arguing and um Later on, we end up becoming really, really good friends, like one of my best friends out in Dallas. But at the time, you know, he's he, he didn't want to go fight. I mean, it wasn't he was being the, the, the more healthier person at the time was like, nah, man, we're going to we're just going to let, let this go. And I think the next couple the day after that, we squashed it and or we just started just being cool after that. But at that time, it was very intense. So let's let's look at the errors that I made with that particular situation right because i assumed negatively that by by him saying after me asking him once and by him calling me son again that that automatically meant he was he he wanted to be disrespectful to me on purpose and that meant you know uh he was he thought i was a punk i thought he thought i was a punk and i thought all kind of stuff was coming to my head but where was the proof of that? When you think about it, he could have just been trying to be funny or thinking that, hey, it's not a big deal. That's how we talk down here. And, and funny enough, later on, as we became friends, he would, he would call me son again just because it was just part of his vernacular. You know, and but I knew because we were I knew that he respected me because we had spent time outside of work. I mean, we would go to boxing matches. Cowboys games, all kind of things together. So I knew from my experience with him, the positive experiences that I had with him, that it wasn't anything personal. That was just how he talked. And so anyway, I assumed a lot of things. And that is the danger of jumping to conclusions. Because what you're what you're really doing is you're 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 interpreting an event to be a certain way without actual evidence you know what ways could i have gone about uh dealing with the situation without jumping to conclusions if i was confused if i thought he possibly could have been disrespectful i could have asked him hey you know hey, bro, are you are you being disrespectful on purpose or are you maybe it's hard of hearing you know i don't <laughs> i don't know maybe or maybe he didn't hear me the first time maybe it was a misunderstanding there's a lot of different ways that this could have that this could have been handled in a more healthy way. But I assumed it was negative. And that is why 
you have to criticize, I mean, not criticize, but be critical of your own thoughts. Not everybody else's thoughts, but just your own thoughts is what we're talking about here. This is a common, one of the more clinical uh, cognitive distortions or distortion of your mind jumping to conclusions. Okay. Now, why is this so important? I made decisions based on an assumption, right? What would have happened if we went to go fight? Somebody could have died. I mean, we could have hurt each other. I could have got hurt. He could have got hurt. It could have ended up escalating to, to somebody killing some the other person based off what? A, a word that he called me? It wouldn't have made sense. It wouldn't have been worth it. Now, what if I would have asked him, hey, are you disrespecting me on purpose? And he said, yeah, I am. I don't like you or whatever. OK, I got proof, but that still doesn't mean I'm, I need to I need to fight him. You know that we're going to get into that in a, another episode about trying to control other people's behavior. Right. Once I realized if I what, what would have been a healthier way for me to handle that? Once I realized that he's he didn't listen listen to me the first time i could have repeated my request i could have accepted the fact okay that he just is gonna call me this and just maybe keep my distance for a while until i have more information if he really and truly doesn't like me or that could just be the way people talk down in the south a lot of things i could have did but but even if I knew he was being disrespectful on purpose with evidence, then I could have chose a healthier pattern would be to or a behavior would be to stay away from him. Right. That's it. Just not even not even associate with myself with him because I know he's being disrespectful on purpose if I had that type of evidence. But I didn't have the evidence. I was just jumping to conclusions. But that's the the down the dangers of jumping to conclusions because once you have information that you've assumed to be true, you're going to make decisions off that information. You're going to make the decisions to leave. You can leave a, a, a good relationship, a marriage. You could uh, end up thinking you need to fight somebody, end up going to jail, getting hurt, getting killed. There's a lot of dangers to making decisions based off faulty information. Okay. So, what are some things that we can do to combat this 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 thinking this uh the jumping to conclusions how can we uh do better with that and not jump to conclusions well the first tip that i like to use is focus your focus on controlling your own actions and letting everybody else do what they want to do. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have boundaries, but at least you accept what's happening without trying to force somebody else to change. You, you accept, okay, I asked the gentleman to not call me son and call me by my name. He chose not to do it, whether he was joking, being funny, or he could have been serious. Okay. That happened. Now, what am I going to do? How can I control my behavior? I can walk out and let it go. I could go about go about my day and stay away from the person. Let them know, okay, that's the person I can't trust because he's at this moment not respecting what I'm asking him to do. So I can't trust him right now. 
and then just wait and see if I get more information to see if he could be trusted in the future. That's one option. But you got to control your own actions. If you get into trying to control other people, it's going to be negative consequences all the time. Because the truth is we can't control other people. We can only control ourselves. And we'll get into that in another um, episode. But the, the tip number one is focus on controlling your own actions and accepting. Let, let everybody do whatever they want to do. And then you determine what you're going to do in response to that. Tip number two. If you're the type of person who has to understand why something is happening, which I, I don't recommend, and I'm a military-minded man, I believe in just if it's that's that's the way it is, just accept it and, and move forward. But sometimes other people's minds, you may think, I need to know why, why this is happening. Well, then if that's what how you think, then you can think of alternate alternative scenarios that aren't so disempowering to think, you know, to just assume somebody doesn't like you, assume somebody's being disrespectful on purpose. That's not really helping, uh, helping you out mentally. It's not really healthy to think that way. So you can assume, okay, well, maybe he's joking. That's his type of humor. Everybody has different types of humor. He could be joking. Um, he could be, he could be in such of a habit of calling men son that it's hard for him to break at the, the first time he could have he may not even have been aware he was saying it you know because you know sometimes we say certain things that are part of our vocabulary but we don't even realize what we're saying so think of alternative scenarios of what could be taking place and give the person the benefit of the doubt that's another tip you could do tip number three always remember to be critical of your thoughts that's what we talked about first. Do I have proof that this man doesn't like me? Does it matter if he doesn't like me? Do I have proof that he's being disrespectful? Did I have proof that, that he even heard what I said? Right? Without proof, why am I going to just assume? See, that's the danger of jumping to conclusions, right? Until you have more evidence, it, it, is, it is better to just give the person the benefit of the doubt and really, the best advice is to control your own actions. The, the, the danger of I combine two um, negative methods in one. At first, I jumped to conclusions thinking I knew that something was happening when I didn't. I had no evidence for that. And then once I had that evidence, now I'm going to act on it by trying to control another person. Both of those things are going to cause me problems. I'm going to think wrong. I'm going to act wrong. And I'm going to put myself in a lot of danger, which is not good for my own mental health. So, um, yeah, I hope this helps break down a little bit. Some of the negative distortions of jumping to conclusions. And I think that's it for now. Thank you for listening. See you next time.